0: that's why we call it Free Talk Live. It's Mark
1: with you. And Alex.
0: The number 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160 here on Free Talk Live. And I mean, obviously just, it it used to be when I started the show, Alex, there'd be days when like, what are we going to talk about? There's nothing in the news that you can even spin in a liberty direction. Now there's it, it, we're We're always so packed with things to talk about um, that uh, you know we've got we've got we get stories coming our, um, all over the place. So one of the things I want to get into is this Johnny Depp uh, what is her name Amber heard Yeah, sorry if I don't uh, sorry if I'm not so great at this, but um yeah, so they're they're in the news and I believe that the uh, the queen of England has become the longest reigning monarch. In England, ever, which is probably pip, notable. Pip, pip, Teleo, right, right, Teleo, mm-hmm. and uh, you know some other things. I, but right now we're coming to you live from Honduras, and you know I was just feeling so comfortable and safe where I am because when people think of Honduras, a lot of times they think of a place that's not safe, and that's certainly true. In some places in Honduras, but it's certainly not true every place, because a lot of people, when they think about the United States, think of a place that's not safe. Right. They think of downtown Detroit and gunfights and Chicago and whatever it is that they might think of because they're scared of things like that. But you mean they
1: think of Democrat cities?
0: (laughs) Well, that's that may be what they think of. Exactly. Um, But, you know, most of the United States doesn't have crime. It not not to speak of not not much crime. And it's that way in Honduras too. It's uh, you know very safe. But what we don't have is well, a bunch of people on Twitter calling for renewed lockdowns. I mean, I, I was seeing on Twitter today people were saying, "I speak. I speak for all Americans when I say this time we need to lock down for real."
1: This time, what are they? They're talking about, about now.
0: They're talking about locking down right now.
1: For what? Just for fun.
0: Pretty much. Because <laughs> COVID's going to come back during the winter.
1: So it's just a flu.
0: Well, um, what? COVID is? Uh-huh. Oh, I see. Right. So saying flu and COVID at the same time means you love Trump because people are insane. And, <laughs> um, you know, it, Trump also predicted, by the way, and one day, poof, it'll be gone. And,. I'm looking at the numbers here of the uh, COVID deaths, which I have been looking at for uh, a couple of years now on Free Talk Live. And poof, it's gone. There's the excess deaths basically say that in the United States, uh, COVID disappeared in February. And that's it. And well, it's didn't,
1: didn't something else happen in February?
0: Uh, I don't know. Was that Was that the I think agreement?
1: that's when uh, Putin
0: it? cured COVID. Yeah, Putin cured COVID. Thank, thank God for that. So, um, yeah, you can call in about any of this stuff and more at 603-283-6160. It's 603-283-6160. But I really do feel like the United States has lost its mind. And it's not getting it back. It isn't going to come back. It's not like the United States was sane from 2016 to 2020. And it's just, you know, like, this, this is it. The, the, the final season of the United States jumped the shark. And I'm so not interested in it anymore. You can't have liberty there anymore. The, the birthplace of... What do you mean?
1: The Republicans are going to win the midterms, and they're going to make America great again.
0: Well, the Republicans are going to win the midterms, and that means that we won't have a lot of laws passed, just like we really haven't for a couple of decades now. Basically, since 2006, it's been very difficult to pass laws. You know, there's, of course, some glaring differences, the budget, Obamacare, um, a few things like this. But all in all, um, not much has really happened in Washington, D.C. It's just become, um, you know, a grudge match throwdown between old men. It's cocaine laughable. mitch versus nancy pelosi that's right pretty silly um and you know with that's my
1: favorite insult cocaine mitch yeah they say like it's supposed to be some kind of bad thing but it makes him sound out like he's some kind of like mobster or something
0: <laughs> well um i like the side show with uh with trump and aoc i prefer that so you know whatever whatever you like uh the the 24-hour news channels will uh will provide it to you i must say i i am a bit of a fan of desantis and what he's done down in florida but you know i'm not what gonna about call him-
1: the disney thing i think that was a little bit too far
0: yeah that was a that was a, a step too far in my opinion uh, but you know what he he's trying to appeal to a base that's not me
1: on the other hand he did take away special privileges that a company had, so it's from a libertarian perspective. That's a tricky case.
0: It is a tricky case from a libertarian perspective because, on one hand, you want to see privately run cities and see them be successful. That way, they could be replicated, but it's not. There's not much evidence that it's being replicated in Florida. Yeah, because uh, it
1: was basically a backroom deal.
0: Yeah, and um, but you know, I don't want to see anybody's liberties taken away. Yeah, But at the same time... um, The correct
1: policy is private cities for everyone.
0: Yes, I would prefer to see the private cities for everyone myself. And that's what I'm working on personally. I've been working with the Free Private Cities Foundation to see if we can create some zones of freedom around the world. We've been digging in here in Honduras during a time of uh, much turmoil around their... Uh, Z.A. laws that they passed a couple of few years ago and just repealed earlier this year. And, yeah, we'll have a little bit of news to talk about regarding that this evening, I think. Um, it, you know, I mean, not a lot, but a little bit as far as, uh, you know, I mean, but they, the, there's different designations and... Maybe Honduras will have something to offer to people who want more freedom in the future. I certainly think it's better off than most places. A lot of people think that uh, you've got to run for the hills in the United States. But, I mean, you know, when the federal government can turn on a whim and the FBI does a manhunt for people who were at a protest in um, Washington, D.C., and puts you on the no-fly list. Yeah, do a whole bunch of things. You never, you're never going to see a trial on this, by the way, because the way that criminal justice is run in the United States, there's no point in a fair trial. If, if the FBI came and knocked on the door right now and said, uh, Mark, uh, we're charging you with incitement to riot because we think the people in Washington, D.C. on January 6th did some of the stuff they did because of the things you said, and then they come to me with an offer of one year, or I can take it to trial and face life because this is how they do it. They pile up the charges, they make it look terrible, and then they offer you some sweet deal. It's sweet compared to the deal that they're, you know, the, the fair trial, the fair trial put on by a bunch of NPCs as juries juries in, um, in your local federal district uh, indicted by people, you know, that would indict a ham sandwich as they say in the law industry. And... You know, of course you're going to take the plea. What fool would face 25 years in prison? And a massive legal bill. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, Presuming they could even pay for uh, an attorney. Oh, oh, you get a great attorney provided to you for free. Um, and then what? Well obviously i 'm going to take the plea of okay, so a year in jail, and then maybe if I'm good, they'll let me out in eight months and uh, then i'll get a you know, a little bit of probation if i 'm good, they'll let me off and you know inside of ten months i'll be done with this and of course that's what 's going to happen. I mean anything that looks like a fair criminal trial is gone in the United States. I was just talking to somebody from Europe um, and about the amount of years that my business partner Ian Freeman's facing for. Supposedly selling Bitcoin without a license—it's not even a crime. Um, facing 420 years, as though that's not a joke. Ha huh, ha! Huh? <laughs> Ian smokes pot. We'll give him four. He likes 420. We'll give him 420 years. Aren't we a bunch of <laughs> hilarious psychopaths? I mean, seriously. And uh, you know, that's that's what it's that's what it's like dealing with, uh, with the feds. And it's not going to get better in America. Just expect. That each side is going to use the guns of government to go after the other side as much as it possibly can. And it isn't going to get better. What do you think? 603-283-616. in and talk about whatever's on your mind it's mark with you and Alex. the number to call in and talk about anything you want to talk about here on free talk live is 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 and i mean we're all across the board tonight but here on free talk live generally we allow you to call in and talk about what you want to talk about so let's go to nobody else calling in from Massachusetts. Nobody? Uh,
2: How are are you, Mark?
0: All's well. What's on your mind?
2: How are you? Okay. uh, Today I want to tell a story. Um, I was at uh, Granby Town Hall, Granby, Mass. And I want to thank at least the town administrator and um, the other women working in the office. They understand the situation. I was trying to report other corruptions by law enforcement agencies. And unfortunately I was not able to. And Mark, I'm going to ask you this question. What in your opinion is the difference between a, an emergency police call and a non-emergency police call? And I'm saying that it was definitely without a doubt, a non-emergency police call.
0: Okay. Um, I would say the difference is, is that nobody's in, nobody's life is in danger on a non emergency call, um, they will usually arrive without their lights blaring and that kind of thing but thank so, you very
2: much you just you just said you just said it thank you so yes, the police officer arrived to a non emergency call with his sirens and lights going and the fact is it, it wasn 't and i 'm going to slow down a bit and i 'm going to say the chief of police was there he was calling in a state police officer because the nature of what I was trying to report is not in his jurisdiction. So he had to call in the state police to a non, and it was a non-emergency.
0: Okay. Okay. So you were talking, uh, you, you were recording the cops.
2: Yes, absolutely. Come on now. Okay. Yes. Yes, I was. Yes, sir. Okay. So um, I didn't record, I didn't have it recorded when the, state police officer showed up. I'll, I'll say that, you know, but I do have this. So I went back into the city hall as soon as he showed up and um, I told the people upstairs, I was like, why is his lights and sirens on? What's the emergency? And they were like, there is no emergency. And I, I was recording this part of it. The state policeman gets up there and I ask him, I was like, why were your lights on when you got here? He, he has a body camera going. This is the first time I've been on and, uh, you know, knowing he's that he's recording on you too. Uh, yes. Yes. So this is the first time I've had that encounter and he says it. And then I'm like, and then he, he says, no, he didn't have his lights on. And then I asked the chief of police. O'Grady is his name. I asked him, uh, did you see his lights on? He said he didn't see his lights on. But then, so then I asked, uh, was your siren on, sir? And then he answers yes. And then I go back and I ask again, sir, were your lights on when you pulled in? And he changes his story and he he answers yes. And this is all in front of the city hall people again, and I want to thank them again for helping to um, get rid of this guy because then I was like, I'm not going to speak with you because you're you're willing to lie, sir. You're willing to lie. You just lied to me and I want to know. And I asked him, I was like, so basically he's, in my opinion, you know, racing through the streets of this small town to go to a non-emergency call. And then, so the, my problem is, is, you know, once they turn on the lights and sirens, that's getting their adrenaline going. And it definitely got my adrenaline going. And so that's basically all I have to report right now, but I do plan to be calling in later. And thank you very much for, you know, just everyone at free talk live, you guys put on probably one of the better shows, that I listen to. So.
0: Thank you. Unless Unless you, you have nobody, any appreciate questions. it.: Whoops, I... sorry about that. Well, somebody tr- looks like a cop turned on their lights in rural Massachusetts. Well, we'll see. Um, I hope it worked out, then ultimately. It can be very dangerous, you know, the people get all hyped up, and you never know what's going to happen.
1: Well, I wonder if the woke will go after the police lights over time. Because there's people who are especially triggered. <laughs> yeah, they might have a seizure. They might just be triggered, like they got arrested or harassed by the police in their past. So I wouldn't be surprised if I'd say two years on the current timeline. That it wasn't
0: too fun. long ago when uh, pretty much every uh, Democrat in America was calling for every cop's job. You know, we just got to get rid of them all. Defund the police.
1: Yeah, they wanted to replace them with someone else helpers or counselors or something and they probably wouldn't have sirens so logically going after the sirens does
0: have some logic to it i i I can see it happening well you heard
1: it here first yeah
0: we'll we'll see we will see the number 603-283-6160 alex i'm curious as to what uh happened here with uh, johnny depp and uh, amber heard i know that they uh, were married and I know that there were there have been a couple of defamation suits and then a counter suit and a variety of things.
1: All right, Free Talk Lives tabloid edition.
0: Yeah. Well I think that it's it it has some relevance. I mean, people here uh who listen to Free Talk Live, many of whom have been married, will be married, or are married.
1: Yes, yeah, so the news that came out this week is that the jury awarded Johnny Depp fifteen million dollars in his defamation suit. Now, in, apparently, in Virginia, you can only have three hundred fifty thousand in punitive damages. So, five million of that was in punitive damages. So, probably it'll be closer to ten million. I'm not sure how, what the lawyers will do. They'll appeal or argue that it should also be applied in another state. We'll see about that but i think what's striking is the amount of money at play here
0: well johnny depp was uh is basically created the pirates of the caribbean um franchise and he got he lost that due to this whole relationship with amber heard right now i'm not saying he should or shouldn't have this guy parties hard but he is playing a pirate yeah you know, I mean, <laughs> um, Disney has allowed him to stagger around with a bottle of rum. So, you know, the other kind of drugs shouldn't bother them. I mean, Disney has, is having a difficult time, A, being the central media production monolith that it is. And B, not um, sort of allowing adult topics. Yeah. So that's really tough.
1: Well, it's not just the defamation amount that's insane, it's also the legal fees. I think Amber paid around five million in legal fees, and Johnny Depp's estimated to have paid two to three times that much. So we're talking eight-figure legal fees, eight-figure settlements, and this is before the appeal. right? By the time the lawyers get through with between the divorce and the defamation and harassment and what other comes next it's probably going to be in the nine
0: figures well you kind of have to i I mean i understand why depp would be doing this because his uh, franchise is in the offing here so um if he can get a ruling that says this is defamation then he can go to disney and say hey look you can't fire me over this i was done wrong and if you continue to fire me that's when the lawsuit comes after you So that's what this is really about, in my opinion. Not about some couple who clearly has never had to act like adults in their life. Yeah. Do you feel like your country no longer holds your values? Talk live, call in, and talk about whatever is on your mind. It's Mark with you. And Alex. The number, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And we're talking about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard here. And I know we don't talk about pop culture much, but I think it's worth talking about some of the facts of the case. Um... Because I feel like this is one more example of why it has become unwise for American men to get married. Now, I'm not saying it's unwise for American women. And I'm not saying that every relationship is bad and that the institution of marriage is bad or anything like that. I'm saying it's been corrupted over time, by our the family court system, to the point that it just doesn't make any sense anymore. So Amber Heard says that Johnny Depp hit her, and everybody believed her. Then um, Johnny Depp's PR machine kicks in, and now Amber Heard's a kooky crazy woman, right? Like neither none of this is is pretty. It's all really yucky, and I don't have an opinion. I have an opinion. I do have an opinion. These are drug addicts acting like drug addicts act. And I don't care what their relationship was like. That if you think that Hollywood people are going to be, um, you know, they're going to be people you should look up to, that your kids want to grow up, that should want to grow up to be like, and a variety of things like that, you're a fool and you've fallen for this stuff. Um, but it's kind of that way. I mean, look at Instagram all these people are trying to be famous for the sake of being famous on Instagram. And, you know, I mean, I look, I am on Instagram. I'm, uh, I'm on TikTok, I watch this stuff. I like the uh, dance videos as much as anybody, but eh, eh, this is bad behavior and we shouldn't be lionizing it. And it really bothers me. Um, you know, I, you think people are lionizing it? What are they lionizing? I think that they're saying that, uh, I mean, you know, who doesn't want to live a life like Johnny Depp or Amber Heard at this point?
1: Mm, Well, when you see those legal bills, it doesn't seem so attractive.
0: They can afford it. It's nothing to them.
1: Amber's saying that she might not be able to give her donation to the ACLU anymore (laughs) because she had to spend it on her legal bills. That's funny.
0: That sounds like a threat more than anything.
1: Well, you know they're involved in part in the defamation, right?
0: The ACLU, how so?
1: Uh, the op ed that she wrote that was part of the defamation the a c u was ACLU. partially involved in that op ed
0: so she um, the ACL- so if you
1: read the reason article, which okay. is what we were reading today, yeah as our reference at the bottom they say now the a c l u is associated with the defamation suit, nice job
0: negatively right negatively yeah yeah, so um I presume that, that uh she sort of asked the ACLU lawyers is anything in this article defamation? They they gave their nod and then that was that? Is that the is the uh, that the idea here um
1: yeah they didn't mention too much what the connection was. They just said that it gains the odious distinction of having helped a celebrity write a libelous op ed, possibly in exchange for a donation. So what it sounds like is she Said she would give her a divorce settlement to the ACLU. And as part of that, they probably helped her with the op ed in some way or another, whether it's giving her a quote or helping her to write it. It's unclear. And thus, they're partial leave responsible, it seems, that Reason's alluding to.
0: According to one of our producers here, the Atlantic article that I have in front of me um, claims that uh, basically the ACLU ghost wrote the, uh, the article. And so. You know, obviously that's not what you want from the ACLU. You want them out there defending poor people who, um, you know, need some help and that kind of thing. I wonder, let's see. So when it comes to what you talk about, right, um, this, is, this is a place where libertarians can disagree. Um, it's some libertarians believe you should be able to say anything you want to say and that so long as you don't do anything that... Basically, you're, you should be protected. That we're going to defend the undefendable here. We're going to defend the libeler. Now, I believe, um, differently than, than some libertarians believe, that talking is an action. It's a verb, like other verbs. Talking, punching, shooting. They're well, all verbs. There's action, and then there's aggression, right? Right. But um, all I'm saying is, is that, if you, that your actions have consequences, and if your talking results in something negative that's untrue for somebody, that you should be responsible for the talking. That's all I would say uh, regarding it. Now I know that other people feel differently on the topic, and you're welcome to call in at six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. But I felt like I really feel like uh, libertarian um, thought matured before Walter Block's uh, "Defending the Undefendable," and I know it's a seminal volume in libertarianism. I just don't believe everything in it. And that it, it shouldn't go down. We don't have prophets in libertarianism. We have some people who can say some wise things and they can say them eloquently and these sorts of things, but everything those people write isn't necessarily true. Um, I, think that, uh, uh, you know, I think that certain types of... I think threats are uh, the kind of speech that you should be held responsible for. I think that um, lies that result in negative consequences for other people but none for yourself, that you should be held responsible for that. And it's not always interesting enough for the media to pick up the other side of the story. Um, so, I mean, you know, if Amber Heard lied about Johnny Depp pushing her down the stairs— no, it wasn't pushing her down the stairs. Anyway, but uh, using violence against her, well, I think then she's the responsible case, for that, that, in my be opinion. be fraud? How so? She defrauded the public in her op-ed. Uh, well, the public isn't going to be able to bring a suit.
1: The public might not, but a member of the public, <clears throat>
0: Johnny Depp, might, right, I might win. Um, I suppose you could say that, but uh, that's not what I generally hear from libertarian arguments. You know, I generally hear uh, people should be able to say what they want, so long as they didn't hurt, uh, physically hurt somebody else. And so I don't believe that. Um, I don't think you should be able to call somebody a pedophile and just get so, away with it. What would you say to someone
1: that argued your speech on the radio uh, caused negative consequences to our beloved law enforcement officers who are now looked in a more negative
0: light? Yeah. Um, so, uh, And thus they're put at risk in their very dangerous job every day. I would love an opportunity to defend the things that I say about law enforcement officers on the air. I would love it because, frankly, um, you know, then we'd then we'd find out whether or not I said something untrue. Like, for instance, when I say that the Federal Bureau of Investigations was the largest distributor of child pornography for three weeks in March 2015. and I know it's getting farther and farther back, but there have been other stories since then. That, um, you know, best I can tell, that's a true statement from the articles that I've read yeah,
1: but your words may cause negative things to happen to them. So why not you saying, saying the
0: truth is going to cause negative things to happen?
1: It seemed previously you were
0: saying that if there's negative actions, then people should be held accountable. Well, I think that if somebody lies, there's uh, one part of this, you know, because if you, if somebody tells the truth about you and there's negative things that happen, that's just your comeuppance. That's just. What's supposed to happen, but if somebody lies and negative things happen, then that's another thing. Now, it's also possible that you could be spreading a, f- a false narrative through no particular fault of your own, right? Like somebody wrote something on the internet, and you believe something that was false, and that could be the case, right? Like I could have read an article in the internet that about the said, lizard people. What's that about the lizard people? About which lizard people? I don't understand. The lizard people who are controlling everything? Oh, like the shape-shifting lizard people that live beneath Stapleton Airport? Yeah, um, you know, certainly that is a um, narrative out there. And if you believe that actual shape-shifting lizard aliens live among us, controlling our government, I'd love to hear from you. The number, 603-283-6160. It's 603-283-6160 here on Free Talk Live. Talk Live, call in, talk about whatever's on your mind. That's what we do here on Free Talk Live. It's Mark with you. And Alex. The number is 603-283-6160. It's 603-283-6160. Want to tell you about Truth Smacks. Have you almost given up trying to wake up your friends and family? Well, we've got something that just might help. Truth Smacks. Our friend Suzanne, a former English teacher and longtime truth seeker, recently started her own trail mix brand, making it, bagging it, sealing it herself in a commercial kitchen down in Naples, Florida. She calls it Truth Smacks because there's a heavy dose of truth on the back of every bag. The truth quotes uh, variety has some famous or infamous quotes on the back, and then the freedom variety also has famous quotes about freedom and government tyranny. Both varieties come in two sizes in original flavor or peppermint infused only available at truthsmacks.com uh, slash shop. So this is the only place you can get these. And I truly recommend them. Um, especially the peppermint. Uh, I mean, I had the, the original and the original is a really great uh, trail mix, but I gotta say as far as, um, you know, the, the, the taste, the peppermint's really, really special. Also, if you hand these out to your friends and family, go check out the quotes. Just go to TruthSmacks.com and take a look at the quotes that are right there so you can read them. You can see what you're you're, you're giving to your friends and family so that they can, uh, you know, while they enjoy their delicious snack, that they can uh, read the stuff. It's TruthSmacks.com. There's no artificial crap. Only food is nature intended. Spreading truth one delicious morsel at a time. TruthSmacks.com. So... Uh, there's another thing in the news that I think is worth um, talking about, which is the Queen. Oh, it really is tabloid night.
1: Yeah. Um, Got Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, the Queen. Yep. What's next? Bono?
0: I think it's interesting. I don't know what he does, Um, but it's notable that she has now ruled England as monarch longer than any English monarch has ever. And I think that's worth something. And I also think at 90 five or something like that it's probably time to uh set down the the uh the scepter and let uh, let young charles who's older than i am uh step up and see how that goes well has she ruled for 70
1: years it's that's like seven, that's
0: five. like saying biden's in charge of the country Sure, Um, I understand that she hasn't actually ruled. In fact, she doesn't do anything. She's a tourist attraction. And this is the reason, by the way, that I am for this particular monarchy because they don't do anything other than create press. And people go and spend a whole bunch of money um, for London. London should, I mean, the British government should be paying their way because they are the main reason... You know, there's Stonehenge and the uh, and and nearly as old Queen Elizabeth, um, and, <laughs> and people want to go and see. They want to see the guy with the the guys with the fuzzy hats, you know, walking around and goose stepping, and they want to see, um, you know, where does the queen live? And, and this is, you know, notable to. And they want to go eat a kidney pie, perhaps. And if it wasn't for those things, then that place wouldn't be that interesting. I mean, why would you go to London if it wasn't for that? Why would you go to New York City if it wasn't for the Statue of Liberty and the Empire State Building? Yeah, it's not as just just, just not as interesting without those things. So I say, um, as long as they continue to not harm anyone with their little parades and that sort of thing, well, let them do it.
1: Could their existence be harmful? The idea of a monarchy that
0: let's look at that for a second, shall we? Let's look at, um, let's see if, let's take the closest thing we have to a scientific situation. One where a government stages the first successful rebellion against the British crown directly next door to a government that didn't. And let's look at the results between I think those I know two. what you're talking about. I'm talking about Canada and the United States for those of you who haven't figured it out yet. On one hand, you have the United States you know, land of the free and home of the brave. And then you have uh, the evil red horde north of the uh, 47th parallel or whatever it is, right? But in fact, the Cato Institute, the Heritage Foundation, and a variety of other places that I wouldn't call liberal cesspools have in fact said that Canada, with all its socialized medicine, is still freer than the United States, at least in recent past. So... Apparently, 250 years out, less than 250 years out, the experiment shows that no, in fact, holding a revolution against a monarchy, having a republic, does not result in more freedom. Sorry, everybody whose relatives, including me, fought and died, bled on foreign soil for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It didn't work. I mean, at this is a guy, by the way. I, I, am as patriotic as they came at one point, and I'm still like an American uh, cultural, sh- excuse me, chauvinist. I, um, you know, I prefer American culture over others. But frankly, I think we we've prefer lost- Miley to Justin Bieber. <laughs> Justin Bieber, Canadian? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, I don't know, really know much about them. I, I, did see that Wrecking Ball video, um, and I thought that that, you know, this is a great song. But uh, I don't know much else. I don't know that I've ever sat through an entire Justin Bieber uh, video.
1: So how can you champion American culture
0: without knowing its champions? I'm just from it, and I'm just what I'm used to, and that's what I like. So I'm not saying that it somehow beats everything. I don't know. What, you know what's the difference between this and K-pop? I don't know. Um, but I will say that uh, yeah, you know this is what I prefer. But honestly, I think that the America in its final season has jumped the shark. I now I will um I can argue in the other direction which is that the other influential cultures you can tell by the fact that they have currency out there that is worth something the ruble the euro um the pound sterling um, Swiss franc. The the yuan. I don't think the Swiss, Swiss, Swiss franc counts for much. I'm, I'm oh, not. The gonna... Swiss franc's a major currency pair. Yeah, well, I don't think that it counts for much first. Uh, I don't think the Swiss have much of a culture to talk about. There are four cultures wrapped up into one. They got nice chocolate. They do, and they make watches, I hear. And, uh, you know, maybe those cough drops. Ricola. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, you know, I mean, you know, none of those cultures are going to beat out the United States anytime in the near future. But I think that it's the United States is a corrupt piece of fruit. It's rotting from the inside and it's just, you know, not where I well, think. What is U.S. culture?
1: It seems to me that U.S. culture always wins and always loses. It wins because it co-ops the other cultures, but it also loses
0: because it's changed by them. Well, um, if you talk about, those, say, the Roman Empire and why it continued to expand and won wars and these sorts of things, is because when they ran up on an enemy that had a battle tactic that worked, they used it. They, um, you know, they, they adapted and moved forward. And um, that's, you know, when you're, when you're king of the hill, you can adopt some... Uh, portion of some other culture and then, uh, you know, then trot it out as your own and you know, you're in good shape. But honestly in, if, if there's such thing as a good culture, right. And then one would propose that there is, if there's a good thing about a culture, then there's an, uh, a culture that has more good things than bad things. And that would be a good culture. And if therefore there would be cultures that would have bad things, right? So if we can agree that dressing your wife up in a potato sack and making her wander a around without a you know, beekeeper suit, and not uh, being seen by people, uh, because you don't want her stolen away from you, because you're a terrible human being. If we can say that that's a bad thing, then how is it that it gets turned around in like French culture? They don't let ladies in hijabs go to the beach. Well, maybe they're defecting, uh, you know, protecting women's rights. I don't know, um, but. As far as I'm concerned, I like certain things about uh, American culture. I like that women are able to own property and inherit property. Do you like that they're able to vote too? I, um, (laughs) now you got me, right? Got team. Yeah. I got to say that, uh, I don't think that voting is that great and that, um, you know, making it so that women could vote. You just doubled the voting pool that most husbands and wives vote the same way. So you either have a situation where you've halved the value of a a family's vote. or If the family's vote is is the same value or the family Xs itself out. So if a husband and wife vote against each other, then they shouldn't have bonded going to the polls. If a husband and wife vote the same, then they only have the same amount of voting power that a husband had prior to women uh, voting. And so now we're only talking about the voting rights of single women and single men. Yeah, I think deciding the most important decisions in society with a popularity contest was never a good idea. Yeah, I don't think it was. And I don't think the founders ever intended that. They they talked a lot about uh, mob rule and these sorts of things in order to prevent, um, you know, well, what we have, I think. 603-283-6160, 603-283-6160 here on Free Talk Live.
2: free talk
0: live it's free talk live you can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind that's what we do here on free talk live that's what we call it free talk live I mean, why would else would we do anything else if you're going to call yourself Free Talk Live rather than let you call in at 603-283-6160? It's 603-283-6160. That is a toll call, but does anyone care about toll-free calls anymore? I mean, really? Nobody who matters. (laughs) Not much, anyway. Um, Yeah, so in all likelihood, your cell phone plan covers long-distance phone calls. Just and,
1: and if it doesn't, call
0: in because we'd like to hear about it. <laughs> right. Where do we get one of these plants? 603-283-6160. Let's go to the phones and go to the fun. It's Major Payne calling in from Michigan. Major Payne, you're on Free Talk Live.
4: Hey, guys. I, I'm thinking of the World Health Organization, but I don't think that's the right entity. What's the one in America that has been in charge of here?
0: The CDC in Atlanta?
4: Yeah, the CDC. but Anyway, they were trying to push some stuff through uh, pencil whippet like Obama was so famous for doing. And uh, that where the CDC would basically have carte blanche and the ability to inflict martial law pretty much over epidemic. Well, there was just a doctor today that was testifying. And a uh, member of the American Surgeons Association or some such thing. But, and, and to make it even better and to pull on the heartstrings of America, he was uh, one of the guys that had treated some of these kids at this school shooting here in Texas a minute ago, hmm. right? So they got to always, n- never let a good crisis go to waste. So anyway, right. uh, th- this, this guy, he says uh, the gun problem is a health epidemic. Now, you know how these guys like to spin their webs. If they can tie these two things together down the road, yep. I, can't, I can't believe how far thinking these bastards are.
0: Well, it's, um, what's interesting is, is that um, any gun laws that they're proposing wouldn't have stopped the shooting in Texas. It wouldn't oh. have uh, done anything to get those parents into that school to save their kids any sooner. It wouldn't have kept the cops' hands on or handcuffs off of them. It wouldn't have stopped the cops from pepper spraying those parents. Um, it wouldn't have stopped the cops that went in to save their kids. Like, it wouldn't have made any of this stuff acceptable or okay. But it would have made well, them one step closer.
1: Because that's the, the name of the game.
4: The last five days. And it wouldn't have stopped any of these, uh, these, these um, criminals. They all bought them legally.
1: Yeah, but what if you're not allowed to buy them legally? Like bought, in Canada.
4: He, one, he went to kill his doctor. He'd been calling in about chronic pain after his surgery. He went in and whacked his doctor and I think three other people. He bought yeah. the gun the same freaking day. Legally.
1: Yeah, but what if he couldn't legally buy the gun? That's yeah. the
0: idea. Is is that uh, you know, step they, by step, they're going to prevent that. You know, and you know, I mean, I don't know. Look, people are going to get their hands on guns if that's what they want to do in a country this with more twice as many guns as people. Go ahead. This
4: is a this is mental health crisis. They've kept the whole country in lockdown under turmoil for two years over nothing. And there were shot, there were shootings like,
0: going on before that. I mean.
4: Uh, I know,
0: you know. but not, not not to this extent, dude. Okay. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't be able to say. Um, I haven't looked at any, any statistics as to whether there's more or fewer shootings. Um, I'd say that probably the number of shootings went down during the lockdown. So uh, maybe some people feel like they got to make up for it. I have no clue. Um, you know, so far, nobody's pointed a gun at me um, and, you know, I guess I'm grateful for that. Certainly people have threatened to kill me, but that's kind of part and parcel of being on the radio.
4: When the sun comes up the crazies come out of the woods. Indeed they do.
0: Thank you.
1: Yeah, I would say that it's clear the these policies won't stop the specific shooting in question, but it's one step closer to making guns illegal. And that seems to be the clear goal. Sometimes they say the quiet part out loud, like when Beta O'Rourke, he had said, we're going to come for your guns. We're going to take your AR-15 or AK-47 or yep. something along those lines. He just, uh, oops, he accidentally said the quiet part out loud. And that's the ultimate goal. So right now, that's outside the Overton window that, for those who don't know, is the window of allowable opinion. So there are certain things you can say in polite society and other things that, oh, <gasps> I can't believe you said that, and right now, saying that they're going to take away AR-15s is largely outside that window, but if you just chip away at it, chip away at it, chip away at it, make it harder and harder to buy, they can say, well, you have to put in 100 hours in training and spend $10,000 to buy it. Does it really matter if we ban it? At that point, it's banning it's inside the Overton window, so I think it's important that The gun issues be looked through through that lens that the goal is to ban it and to pull the Overton window closer and closer to banning it being acceptable So the correct response is to pull it the other way, I would say
0: Yeah, I've I've got a couple of different opinions on this opinions that conflict, right? So on one hand, I think it's important to point out that concealed carry permit holders are one-tenth as likely to commit a felony as a cop And cops are uh, 100th as likely as a regular citizen. So you're talking about people who are very unlikely to commit crimes. Um, So, you know, guns are obviously not things that make people uh, ravenous killers because concealed carry permit holders are not likely to commit crimes. On the other hand, I really don't think that... Well, I guess um, if you want to play the game called the United States, you have to abide by the rule set. And the rule set says that um, the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It says that. And if you want to play the game, there's no infringement of the right to keep and bear arms. And that means that when a person gets out of prison, they can go stop off and take the $100 that they got uh, from prison and go buy a Saturday night special at the pawn shop on the way out. Uh, Presuming they're not on probation or something like that, um, which the vast majority of them are on probation or parole or something like that. But... um, you know, so this is sort of the one side of the other, because there's there's kind of these people that want to take the middle of the gun debate and say, well, you know, we outlaw um, ex-cons having guns, but the same rules that apply to normal people, which is if you outlaw guns, then only outlaws have guns, apply to convicts, ex-convicts, which is if you outlaw con- ex-convicts having guns, then only outlaw ex-convicts have guns, which is to say that. Lots and lots and lots of people in America are ex-convicts, and they should be able to defend their families, protect their life, their liberty, and their property, just like anybody else should. They and, can. They just going to use a baseball bat, right? Well, I mean, you know, base. You, you know the. You know what happens to somebody who brings a baseball bat to a, to a gunfight? Nothing good. Um, now, I personally. I uh, am a convicted felon, and I'm not terribly interested in carrying uh, you know, a, a gun around on my hip or anything like that. It's just not my thing. But I can tell you I don't feel as safe as I could if people didn't believe that I had a gun in my house, right? Like Currently, if you can find out my address, you should be able to presume that if I'm a law-abiding ex-convict that I don't have a gun in that house. Right. All right. Isn't that reasonable? So doesn't that make me more susceptible to crime than other people? I don't particularly like that aspect. Um, and this is part of the gun debate. That's really difficult for, for me to sort of square. I think the easiest thing to do is, is a, uh, a matter of fact thing is that everybody should get a pardon, a full pardon. Pardon in a country in the most incarcerating country in the world everybody who's been free of any kind of incarceration um, probation parole or anything like that hasn't got convicted again you know that kind of thing should be fully pardoned after I'm gonna say five years but let's go ahead and say ten you know whatever number makes you feel comfortable but somebody should be able to return to the status of a full-fledged citizen they should be able to vote they should be able to own a gun they should not get arrested when they go into japan or canada i mean this stuff should be something that governors just make happen and they have the ability to do this with their veto power the number 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 here on free talk live Talk Live. Call in, talk about whatever's on your mind. It's Mark with you. And Alex. The number 603-283-6160. 603-283-6160. Write it down, put it in your phone's uh, address book, that way you've got it all the time. Tattoo it on your arm. (laughs) Well, I don't know that we'll necessarily... I mean, we've changed our number throughout the last 20 years, so... I wouldn't go that far unless you just like, you know, want to change out the numbers every five years or something and put a line through it. And yeah, I don't know. Somebody's, somebody, somebody has bound to have done it at this point. I want to tell you about Bitcoin.com. It is your resource for all things, cryptocurrency. So if you don't know that much about cryptocurrency, you say, I don't understand cryptocurrency. Well, you can con- choose to continue to not understand cryptocurrency, or you can go, right now, or when you get to a computer, to bitcoin.com. Now don't tell me you can't remember the URL. It's bitcoin.com, and right there at the top, at the little navigation bar, is learn. You can learn how to get started, learn the basics, learn how to buy Bitcoin. They've got little tutorials in short videos, very consumable stuff, so that you will understand Bitcoin. If you didn't understand the video, well stop and watch the two minute video again. Believe me, you can understand Bitcoin. You're just choosing not to understand at this point. Also, you can buy uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies right there. You can uh, trade on their marketplace. You can get in early on the, uh, is it Verge? Um, Yeah, Verse. Token sale that's coming up, and they've got ways for you to buy and invest with confidence. Alex, they've got 31 million downloads on their wallet. It's amazing. Um, yeah, it's Bitcoin.com. They've been a longtime sponsor of free talk live and we are proud to have them. It's Bitcoin.com and they are sponsoring this hour of free talk live. Let's go to the phones, Alex, before you, uh, start yammering on. I know how you get, let's go to Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on free talk live. Sarah.
5: Hello? Hello? Get off the phone here. Am I, am I on now?
0: You were on the air, yes.
5: Oh, okay. Yes. Um, so what I was uh, being, I mean, what what I was told, was that, um, you, know, you know those salt mines that they have in Europe, some parts of the, they would go mine like a mile, one mile underneath the earth. They would have the salt mines and all those miners that have been working on those salt mines that haven't have been uh, known never to ever catch tuberculosis. I guess back like a hundred years ago, when they're doing salt mines, the TB was kind of very prevalent. Tuberculosis.
0: Yeah, tuberculosis was found... a very common disease even up until um, when I was young. Um, it was a big deal.
5: Yeah, but now they have uh, vaccines for it, right? They have. Uh... But what they found out what the, the salt mine miners have never caught the, T, the TB. And so they, they kind of caught on that the salt has something to do with purifying the air. So from what I was told is that they have um, like, um, what are those, um, like a hospital, salt mine hospital under my, underground. And so that people that have lung problems would actually stay there for like a whole month and they were to cure them of their lung disease, whatever lung ailments that they had. So I don't know exactly what mountains. But um, what the cause... Well, what, I can tell you this, the... Sarah.
0: My mom mm-hmm. and my grandmother were both big believers in this. And okay. uh, we would go to the beach uh, when I was young okay. regularly uh, because the aerosolized, uh, mineral mineralized you know salt water there... Um, they believed to be good for your lungs, and they, so they wanted me to play in the water they They went in the water they played um, you know, with their you know, young son and um, this was and my grand uh, grandmother uh, visited the Dead Sea in israel and right, right. Um, you know, in order to you know to receive these beneficial properties. Now I can't say I don't have a large enough group to say whether or not I whether or not this is true, but um, I will say that I have taken steps in my life to breathe in more salt air than um, maybe you know I would have otherwise because I believe it. So um, I, I'm not I'm not going on the air and I'm not telling my audience that you absolutely need to buy a home by the sea or something like that. But I will say that I tend to believe what you're saying is so.
5: But you know that the thing is that the reason that it helps for the air quality is because of that the heat interacting with the salt actually ion, ionizes the oxygen molecule. So it's a natural ionizer. So I've learned all these things from the little um, little things that comes with these um, salt lamps. So it's either a little light bulb that goes in the front, or you could actually put candles in the f- in the middle of it. And I first thought this was like a con or like a scam. I said, "There's no way that a with being heated up with some candle or some light bulb, is supposed to cause any kind of air um, air purification. How could that be possible?" But that's the the miners. I guess they had some lamps there when they're working, or candles, or whatever. And so that's what they found out, that it, the heat with a salt actually adds an elect, extra electron molecule to the oxygen molecule, which is ionizing it. So, yes, well, what you're um, saying is that... Mm-hmm.
0: Your, your, your mileage may vary, but um, there's also such things as salt inhalers, which are... Right. the one that The one that I have... Oh, God, I feel so crazy. <laughs> the one that I have is porcelain Uh and contains, and you can put the salt in. So of course I get the pink salt. You can't get the regular salt. I get the pink salt, put it in the uh, salt inhaler and uh, I'll shake it up. And um, yeah, I try to keep it in a warm room or I'll put it on top of a battery pack on my desk. And that kind of heats it up a little bit too. And I'll just inhale it out of, out of it, you know, maybe three breaths every hour or something. And yeah, so I do this uh, again, your mileage may vary. I am not uh, prescribing this for the cure of anything in particular. Um, if you've got tuberculosis, for God's sake, go see your doctor. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, I, I, I get where you're coming from, Sarah. And uh, you've, you've, you've hit on one where I agree with you. So <laughs> thank you so much for the call. The number is 603 uh, 603- You, young young Alex from Cambridge, Massachusetts, I know that you have something to say about this.
1: I believe in medical freedom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which is to say? Which is to
1: say that people should be able to try what uh, cures they like. I saw in a group chat on Telegram the other day someone had been drinking their pee for the last 2 months
0: <laughs> this is where i get compared to all right go ahead the
1: last 2 months and it's really helped them yeah. a lot it <laughs> regulates your hormone levels okay. they're trying to keep it from you so <laughs> well, they're wait. trying to keep, they something... can't keep
0: it from you <laughs> i can tell you that uh, Please don't do that <laughs> like it's a waste product but if for you a do reason. make sure to call in and tell us about it how it taste? yeah god wants it out of your body that's why he made it come out of your body just saying that's 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 salty i'm coming down on it the number is uh 603-283-6160 free talk live
3: join liberty-minded voluntarists anarchists and libertarians from june 27th through july 3rd for the sixth annual fork fest at rogers campground in the beautiful white mountains of new hampshire fork fest is a fork of the porcupine freedom festival which sold out for the first time in 2021 ForkFest takes place the week after PorkFest, but ForkFest is decentralized, which means that there's no ticket cost and no one is in charge. All you have to do to join the fun is reserve your camping site, RV site, or motel room with Rogers Campground for June 27th through July 3rd. There's no better place to celebrate Independence Day than around other freedom-loving activists in the Shire. You can find out more at the unofficial website, forkfest.party. You can also connect with other attendees on the ForkFest Telegram and Matrix chat rooms, as well as the ForkFest forum. You can find links to those at forkfest.party. We hope to see you there. Forkfest.party.
0: Free Talk Live. Call in. Talk about whatever's on your mind. It's Mark with you. And Alex. The number six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. 603-283-6160. It's 603-283-6160. We've been across the board tonight from the uh, Queen of England to what Johnny Depp and Olivia... What is her name? Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Sorry if I don't know my... Uh, I'm not up on my, uh, you know, pop culture, but... Nonetheless, you can call in and talk about whatever you want to talk about here on Free Talk Live. And well,
1: if we want to continue with the high energy levels, uh, one thing people might not know is the Bilderberg meeting started today.
0: Oh, this is not da- this is Davos after Davos, the Davos two, the repeat. Yeah, Davos is for like the kind of cool people. Bilderberg yeah. is even more exclusive. Exclusive. So, do they like kick some of them out, and make them go away, or is it the same? Is it mostly the same people? What is it?
1: Well, there's fewer people, so yeah. a lot of them don't make the cut. Okay, don't let anyone in to Davos. Okay, but I see. Bilderberg, it's invite only. <laughs> and so, where are they meeting? Uh, they're meeting in the belly
0: of the beast, the wettest of swamps, Washington D.C. Oh, I see. Well, they probably need a little help after the lockdown there. You know, all the politicians. Walking around, you know, I think the politicians heard the old joke about uh, how do you know if a politician's lying? His lips are moving. So they thought they'd cover up their mouths so you couldn't see their lips move. But we knew we knew Um, one thing that was interesting
1: is there has not been a Bilderberg since 2019.
0: So for 2020 would have been the height of the pandemic. Then 2021 was the height of the hysteria. And twenty twenty two, yeah, makes sense.
1: So we've had two years free of Bilderberg
0: meetings and it's only gotten worse. Right, I don't think it really changes anything. <sighs> Let's go to Olivia calling in from Arizona. Olivia, you're on Free Talk Live.
6: Hey Mark. Hey Alex. Um yeah, I was gonna ask how y'all are gonna answer the phone all the way in Honduras, but Ian picked up, so I guess that was that was the magic trick there.
0: Um yeah, I, I have uh, one of our underlings in uh, the Keene studio uh, screening calls. It's Ian, and uh, <laughs> he has to listen to the show. I think what he's hoping is is that I'll get uh, that he'll be comfortable enough to leave me and just let it go, and then I can uh, handle calls on my own. But at this point, he's you know screening, and we can always have somebody come, up, uh, one of the other hosts come in and screen. But uh, the Free Talk Live studios are still in Keene, New Hampshire, and um, we're still doing some things the old-fashioned way.
6: Well, I was just thinking, you know, if, if God forbid, uh, Ian loses this case and he does go to jail for 420 years, just imagine what great health care he's going to have to survive that one. I mean, I guess there's yeah, a right. silver lining to every dark cloud, right? <laughs> he's going to be 500 I guess. years old when he gets out. What a world.
0: Yeah, he but, and uh, Ross Ulbricht. So-
6: yeah, that, I guess that was my, that was my point. Like the court system makes a mockery of their own system by putting these exorbitantly, I mean, that's unrealistically, ridiculously long. Uh,
0: right. Um, and they can't sentence, show right? a victim of a crime here, Well, they can show a victim of a crime, but not one that Ian committed. Um, and they're going to do just that. They're going to trot out some, uh, you know, little old ladies who got romance scammed by, um you know, Nigerian princes, and, um, you know, and they're going to say, S- and Ian Freeman sold them the Bitcoin. Of course, they're not going to be able to explain what would happen if Ian Freeman wasn't there and they bought the Bitcoin from somebody else because they don't have a whole lineup of people that were um, selling Bitcoin. They obviously targeted Ian for his speech. They obviously targeted Ian for who he is. They obviously targeted Ian for his participation in the Free State Project. And, um, you know, end of story. They don't care about people selling Bitcoin to grandmas um, who are giving it to Nigerian uh, uh, Romeos out there. They just care about stifling free speech.
6: And along those lines, when you mentioned felons not getting to vote, I was thinking, you know, how, how, what an appropriate example of government corruption yet again, because someone's safe enough to walk among the rest of the population after they've been, you know, in a cage for a while, they're safe enough to live next to People, regular people, they're safe enough to work next to people, but the government protects themselves because that person can't vote against the judge who, you know, maybe pulled one of these ridiculous shenanigans in court you know wouldn't right. admit their evidence well, we or whatever. were talking
0: about gun rights well not but, voting though. but felon we did mention i did mention there are i think four states currently and i could look it up just to make sure um that felons don't have the automatic right to vote when they get out there's there's interestingly also states that felons have the right to vote while in prison um which is kind of an interesting question too like think about this for a second If a felon is in um, jail, like if there's, you know, it's a small state, Vermont, for instance, you can vote um, while in jail. I believe in Vermont, however, they make you vote where you were arrested from. But what if they all just sort of registered as a voting block there in the tiny little town that probably has more convicts than it does um, citizens? And then they began to be a voting block for the the local politics. I don't know. It's just uh, kind of an interesting aspect and one of the dangers, I suppose. They voted for a strip club in their prison. (laughs) Well, I don't know whether that would be successful, uh, but maybe. You can look, but you can't touch. (laughs) (laughs) Olivia, anything else?
6: Um, As far as the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp trial, Um, you know, in a, I've heard you, uh, well, at least Free Talk Live talk about how in a decentralized society, your reputation is everything. So I kind of agree with you on, you can't just go around accusing people and ruining their reputation because that really is everything. I mean, if you cost someone their job and their family by making a false accusation, you know, how is, how is that fair? You You can damage someone's life just as much as if you, uh, you know, gave them a gunshot wound or cut off their hand, you know, if you can't earn money for yourself, if you've, you know, lost all your family and friends, how's that, that different? The emotional health is important too. So yeah, I think you have a good uh, point on that.
0: Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I am of the opinion that you are responsible for your actions. And if your actions happen to be speech and if your speech is, uh, incorrect, damaging and an outright right lie, But what if it's true and results in damage? If it's true and results in damage, then it's just the truth. But your action would have consequences still. Sure, and there's nothing wrong with those consequences. Speaking the truth should never be, um, you know, stifled in any way.
1: What about uh,
0: statements that are potentially true but can't be proven? then I think that um, I would have to know what the statement was in order to... Epstein didn't kill himself. Right. So Epstein didn't kill himself is clearly an opinion, right? Like anybody who um, hears it says to themselves either, um, you know, I knew that was true and I agree with that, or um, there's these kooks again that don't believe that, uh, you know, that our judicial system is good, right, and just. I don't know anybody who thinks Epstein, Epstein killed himself. I really don't. Um, I think everybody agrees that there is a cabal of bad people that somehow uh, colluded to kill Jeffrey Epstein because they didn't want their actions known. Now, my opinion is actually different. I'm of the opinion that if Jeff, that Jeffrey Epstein was very likely a foreign uh, intelligence agent who was had a really great, uh, the, 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 this foreign government had a really great plan, which is let's get. American politicians where they tend to be a little more prudy than the rest of the world to have sex with marginally underage uh, prostitutes after several drinks on a uh, decked out for seven forty seven. And once they've done that and we've got pictures of it and we've got proof of it, then we will have them under our thumbs for the few things that we need their votes for. And to me, if this wasn't done, then the foreign um, intelligence agencies that failed to do this are fools and I don't believe they're fools I also believe the United States should be looking into where is it failing on its foreign intelligence I mean why aren't we doing this in the countries that it needs to be done in I don't know because I don't think it's, there's any other country that it would matter in that's why
1: you mark advocating for cia interventions
0: overseas <laughs> oh i'm you just saying here. say saying what makes sense and what doesn't i mean after uh, uh what uh, trudeau comes on the radio and says we're steal- stealing people's guns their bank accounts for what they say and all this other stuff i mean it's it's obvious that uh, what's acceptable has uh, has moved and changed free talk live 603-283-6160 call in with your opinion talk live call in talk about whatever's on your mind that's what we do here on free talk live it's mark with you and alex 603-283-6160 603-283-6160 i couldn't believe the headline on this article and alex you described it as clickbait yeah but i'm gonna say it's not Washington Free Beacon. Drivers in Washington State don't have to stop for cops anymore. Well, I wouldn't say that far. After Washington State passed a law to constrain police officers, state drivers are refusing to pull over when asked by cops. Asked. Asked. Northwest uh, News Network recorded nearly 1,000 failure-to-yield incidents in 2022. Patrol officers have described a A sharp rise in motorists fleeing traffic stops, speeding away sometimes in stolen cars, according to one county police chief. Washington House Bill 1054, which uh, Governor Jay Inslee, Democrat, signed into law last year, has banned police from pursuing traffic violations in their cruisers unless the officer is granted permission by a supervisor or the perpetrator is suspected of being under the influence or having committed a violent offense, which, by the way, stealing a car would not fall into any of those three categories, and is causing imminent danger or must be identified. Now, uh, I guess if somebody drives away quickly enough, they might be causing, you know, might be arguably causing imminent danger, but I don't know. Um, I don't know what or must be identified means because it would seem like a cop would say, all of the people I'm trying to pull over need to be identified. But anyway, something's changed. Well, maybe if you show them your ID, then you can speed off. Yeah, we <laughs> That's uh, probably not going to work. Not a good idea. Something's changed. People Just are not take stopping. Take your license. Right throw it out the window. Here, <laughs> here you go. I'm out of here. So, uh, people are not stopping right now. A Washington State Patrol sergeant told the Associated Press it's happening three to five times a shift in some nights, and then a couple of times a week on day shift. Now I don't know if he's referring to the entire state of Washington because that's what a, you know. It's a Washington State Patrol sergeant. Or if he's talking about um, you know, his particular Troop F. But whatever. The change uh, comes as elected officials have passed laws to restrict traditional policing tactics involving the use of force and the duty to intervene in cases of officer misconduct. More than half of U.S. states instituted such reforms since the killing of George Floyd in May 2020. Um, Washington state Republican lawmakers and law enforcement leaders criticized the police bill, saying it was hamstrung the efforts of uh, law enforcement to preserve public safety, according to the AP. Democratic state lawmakers, however, lauded the bill with its uh, chief sponsor, saying he doesn't believe pursuits in a 21st century policing system are needed. Uh, Crime data for Washington are not yet available. Homicides often considered the leading indicator of a crime tendency were up 46 percent in 2020. It must have been something to do with the Chaz, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I doubt that Chaz had much to do with the law enforcement thing. But uh, nonetheless, I I mean, I can see this from either direction. So there are some glaring incidents prior to this where police would be in pursuit and hit somebody. Because it's hard to drive at 100 miles an hour down a residential street but um, you know, they get to do the, the Roscoe B. Co train thing and they get to trace those dirty Dukes hazard. And they're going to, you know, do, 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 They're going to chase everybody. And um, I don't know. So, I, well, the one very interesting one is this is a cop was going like 110 and a 35 and uh, hit a kid who was on a bike and, you know, killed him outright. Bang. And that, you know, I mean, he's chasing somebody who's whatever got off license that's suspended or some dumb thing and what the lawmakers are saying is is that well um you've got their driver's license the license plate isn't that enough can you not figure out what the people are doing with their license plate it's good enough to give a parking ticket isn't it is it good isn't it good enough to to give a speeding ticket or whatever it is you feel like you need to give and the police are probably like, well I'm not giving a ticket if I don't get to stop them I'm not giving a ticket and you don't know exactly who's behind the uh, the wheel although probably there's uh, cameras and it can be you know you can somewhat identify somebody from the back of their head if you draw them into court so I don't know i mean I, I can't say one way or the other what is the right thing on this, but I can say that, um, yeah, I can see why people are upset about it. Do you think that uh, this is going to result, Alex, in uh, more crimes like homicide and these sorts of things? If if the little stuff gets gets away, it's called the broken window theory, is that if police ignore small crimes, that uh, large crimes happen. Well,
1: based on what we're seeing in California, I think it's highly likely that criminal gangs will, capitalize on this. They'll get a good understanding of the law
0: like they've done in California. They'll start
1: putting, oh, we're almost over $1,000, better put some stuff back.
0: What do you mean by uh, criminal gangs in California, the law? So they passed
1: some law in California where if you steal below a certain amount, then the penalties are very low and most likely you'll be released from prison soon after being arrested, I guess released from jail. So Because of these easy on crime policies for thefts below a certain amount, they basically are decriminalizing thefts below a certain amount. And so people will will just do organized raids where five, ten people run to the store at the same time, fill up some garbage bags with stuff, and then run out.
0: And they know what they want to get. And yeah. it's making it harder and harder for the rest of us to shop because now more and more things are behind little plastic barriers to prevent this. Well, there's a
1: store in California of one of the pharmacies, I don't remember which one, mm-hmm. where everything is behind glass. Yeah. They just put the whole store behind glass, and then there's a video of people breaking into it still. Mm-hmm. So when you give them this, uh, so we in breaking, the hacker world.
0: I'm curious about that, though. The breaking into a building is not petty theft uh, It wasn't
1: breaking in they were just running in grabbing stuff
0: but everything's behind glass I don't understand
1: yeah it was more like plastic glass okay as opposed to like so the customers glass.
0: can look at stuff but it's just behind things so they're yeah, going in and breaking the uh, uh, the displays and getting stuff out yeah okay and um, basically they're figuring out how to how the system works and working the system
1: yeah and this I think will be similar where they'll realize some sort of like maybe the getaway they go through washington state knowing that the police can't keep chasing them or whatever like i don't know what the scenario will be but it just seems based on the i mean these are basically entrepreneurs they're black market entrepreneurs who
0: realize thieves
1: yes (laughs)
0: But entrepreneurial thieves. Well, they're figuring out how to work the system. This is it. it turns from crime to organized crime relatively quickly, and um, they're figuring out how you know how to get away with it as best they can. And you know, what are the cops supposed to do? They're given these rules by these lunatics in charge, and they can't really you know solve this problem. The same people who brought to, brought to you the tents all over the sidewalks. All up and down every populated place in um, on the west coast, these same people are now trying to figure out. You know, well, what should we call theft, and what should we call worth a police chase? Chase. I mean, they're trying to be kind. They're trying to solve the homeless problem in the process. They create more homeless problems. Yeah, because the government can't solve anything.
1: And if they just were to stop enforcing stuff and go away, that'd be one thing but they're still maintaining their monopoly on force right. while they're so not using force and somebody, preventing
0: you from doing so. Right. Somebody, um, you know, a, uh, a security guard at a local drugstore can't actually defend his location. Like, what's he supposed to do with these laws, the way they're written? Um, you know, I mean... Supposed to ask them kindly. Right. In Texas, they're not doing this. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, because the security guard in Texas will cap them. So um, not to not to laud Texas, but I've seen several stories out of Texas where people were shot over um, stolen goods. Now, I'm not of the opinion that I would necessarily shoot somebody over stolen goods. I mean, if you're talking about stealing a television or a laptop computer, I don't think in my opinion, this is my own personal moral belief that that person, that thief, that disgusting, dirty thief's life is more is worth more than some piece of electronics to me. Now. Um, I may chit chat with him if I get him You know that doesn't mean I wouldn't hold a gun on him and have a little talking to with him while the police came uh, but you know, if he decided to go away or try to take the gun from me what am I going to do then I have to pull a trigger um, so that makes it difficult it's not easy these are not easy uh, problems to solve and politicians aren't going to be able to come with, up with answers in my opinion the number 603-283-6160 you could have an opinion too here on Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, and you are free to call and talk live here on the airwaves. That's what we do on Free Talk Live. It's Mark with you. And Alex. The number is 603-283-6160. It's 603-283-6160. And we're coming to you live from Honduras. A secret mountainous location in beautiful... Honduras Alex, do you think of beauty when you think of Honduras? What did you think of with Honduras About Honduras before you came? Uh, There was this really cute Honduran girl back in school Okay, well, there's plenty of them here I can tell you that Um, I, I think that I think a lot of people think drug cartels And danger And grinding poverty Which I am sure Is not untrue Right. Like I haven't seen anybody said, you know, the T-shirt that says I'm a drug cartel agent uh, or whatever on it. But I'm sure that uh, some of the people we've seen work for drug cartels, but mostly they don't, um, you know, they they start to stay out of the limelight. They try to, you know. Yeah, I think it depends on your zip code. Right. Yeah. Drive your boats, drive your planes. It's true anywhere in America, Um, anywhere in the United States, anywhere in Honduras that. You know, some places, there's a lot more crime than others, and that's just the way it is. But what I've found since I've been here, at least in the particular place that I, uh, that I am, and I'm not revealing the location at this time, is I've seen beautiful views, wonderful weather, uh, lush forests, and uh, kind people, great food, all organic, really low cost, just some great stuff that uh, I think are, I think is wonderful, and I hope don't that don't we...
1: forget the fast internet bringing free talk live to your ears.
0: Yeah, it's true. We've got uh, I, I ran a uh, speed test before we got on. We had uh, like forty seven up and thirty something down, and a ping rate of like seventy eight. So we were doing good. Uh, things were you know modern internet here were delivered by fiber, and well, that's what I would hope for. But we. That's not what brought you to Honduras. Is no, it? it's not what brought me to Honduras. I came here for Zedes I heard about no. What's that? You said Zedes, Z- I said no. Zeti, no. ZD, no. <laughs> right. So the whole thing is, is that ZDs is are essentially a zone here that was legal at uh, one point in the relatively recent past. That uh, there has been a recent vote that got rid of the ability to create new Zedes Best I can tell, they did not get rid of the old ZDs, but that um, those ZDs have some difficulty operating currently. And we don't know what, what's going to happen with those ZAs. Um, You know, there's lawsuits to be had and these sorts of things. I suspect that the government will realize that they put themselves in a very bad position and begin negotiating, and there will be new and improved zones and that's kind of what i'm hanging on for and looking out for but um m- mainly i came here for ZAs. now i'm not going to participate um you know in them until i'm pretty sure that they're solid but i'm keeping an eye on them i'm very interested in the news what would you say has happened to zeds in the last 2 months try to encapsulate it for people well i'd probably
1: start back in november
0: 2021
1: When a new regime was elected, the previous regime had somewhere around 11, 12 years in power. And this new regime that was to be coming in ran. One of their biggest issues was the Zeti No campaign. And you'll see this graffitied all around the country. And so there was some concern over what would happen under the new administration. However, for the first few months, they came to office end of January. They didn't really do anything beyond saying that, you know, we don't like Zetties, we're going to do something about it. But almost three months in, there had still been nothing. So it seemed that some, uh, myself included, were thinking, well, maybe it's like America, you know, all broken promises and empty words. But shortly after Easter... There was a session in Congress in which they unanimously voted to repeal the Zeti law
0: right and that's the law under which all the Zetas were created and gave them their um, unique powers and these sorts of things and I think the Zeta was a great idea because it basically well, gave- some
1: combination of law and constitutional amendment so that yeah. this, the issue is all this is complex So yes. they made what was probably the most secure special economic zone In history from a legal perspective and thus unwinding it is proving to be Complicated
0: shall we say right so So when I say they when you say they you mean the people who created ZA's made The most secure economic zone because they didn't want they understood that business wants something secure that you know when one minute you can uh, You know buy and sell a certain thing like Mexico outlaws vapes Well now you can't vaporize in Mexico Well, um, How do you think that works? Uh, How do you think that makes the vape companies feel? Not so good. But it probably makes the cigarette companies feel great.
1: Right. So they put in all these protection mechanisms to give investors the confidence to invest what some have called an asshole country. (laughs) So the investors came in. Right. Investing in the 10 figures, I would say. 9, 10 figures. It depends on how you calculate the contributions uh, in places that normally would not have such investments from such people. I mean, obviously there's industries to be had in Honduras that are industrial and make sense to invest in even if there is some uh, increased risk. But the people that were coming in were not traditional people that would come into Honduras. Mark himself said that it was this unique zone that brought him in and what was even more unique about this zone was how well secured it was right and that's because it was not just the law implementing these reforms there was also a constitutional amendment that added some protections and uh, further uh, enshrined these reforms however when you repeal the law that kind of created the various bureaucracies and institutions and elements of the ZETI uh, regime, you're in this weird situation where much of what's going on is arguably illegal because there's no law. Like, how do you have duty-free customs without a law, law. that allows for duty-free customs? Or is that not just uh, smuggling? So <laughs> it's quite unclear what's going on. Different people have different opinions. Uh, I'm not sure where I stand, and there's what happens in reality, what maybe should happen on paper. It's all
0: quite interesting. And this will go at some point, presumably, um, presuming there's not some kind of settlement and things are worked out, which could very well be. Um, and we've talked to some of the parties, and we have some idea of what they're trying to work out and these sorts of things. There's only a few parties involved at this point. Um, you know, there's people who don't have standing, like me. I can't, may have come here for Z's, but I didn't get one. So, you know, my standing is, uh, mitigable and arguable, but, um, you know, these, uh, these situations are that, you know, what is going to happen in the future? Well, we don't know. And business, people don't often want to get involved in businesses where they're just not sure of what's going on. So the way I see it is, is, uh, one of these Zedes goes to the international court of appeals is, which one is it that they go to in the Hague? Um, the International Court of Justice. Anyway, they go there. They they go to some international arbitration, and they say, "Hey, look, um, you know, we we've been cheated, and we've lost money, and things didn't work out." Well, the Honduran government comes in and says, "Well, the uh, the, the government before us passed a law that wasn't legal." And it's really unfortunate for these people, but we had to fix and fix things and set it right. This is the will of the Honduran people, and you know, in order to control their sovereignty, they these things had needed to be undone. Which their argument would then be: we, the government, have decided that what we, the government, did was illegal, so we changed what we, the government, did. And it's it's a, it's too bad for them; they just lose money. And I don't think that argument is going to stand up. It sounds really flimsy. The number six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. 603 283 6160, giving you your chance to call in and talk about this on the air. But uh, it's a topic I think that's very important for the future of freedom, because this was, these were the freest places on Earth just a short time ago. <laughs> Free Talk Live, call in, talk about whatever's on your mind. It's Mark with you. And Alex. We're talking about, well, some of the happenings with ZAs and other freedom zones in Honduras and certainly around the world. Um, You can call in and talk about whatever's on your mind, and that's what Jack, who is in Washington, has done. Let's go to Jack. Jack, you're on the air.
7: Oh, thanks. Um... Good show by the way um thank you so your the uh, community down there is it like just property is it like a gated community? I actually have something else to talk about. I'm just kind of curious is it an area like five square miles or
1: are you talking about our undisclosed location or just uh,
7: what? Okay. yeah, I guess undisclosed location.
0: Well, I, I guess that uh, you... Uh, there is a gate. You, there, you know, more than one. <laughs> There's people with guns at the gate, too. Nice. Yeah.
7: And, and then my big. real question, you guys kind of talked about the cabal earlier. Yes. This,
0: is this, are, are we referring to done? the cabal of the Jeffrey Epstein, Epstein, Epstein didn't kill himself cabal? Or the yeah. lizard people or, or Bilderberg? We a little bit a of
7: all of it. Okay. But um, the plant-based meat,
0: Plant-based meats, all right? These are the things you yeah, can buy really in the grocery good. store. Hot dogs made out of soy, right?
7: Yeah, and chicken, there's chicken. And um, I feel like there's an, ag- an agenda behind it. Okay. So I'm just, you know, I don't know, it just seems weird. Because if you're a true vegetarian, you love animals, you probably don't want your plants to like look, smell, taste like a meat. And then meat-eaters probably for meat. Why why are they pushing it so hard? And that's pretty much all I have. It just seems strange.
0: I think that, um, you know, that there there are some arguments that vegetarians have that are probably pretty good, right? On one hand, um, I think that, would you agree that there's too much meat in the American diet? Absolutely. Okay. I tend to agree, too. Um, Now, especially I'd be willing to say there's too much processed meats. So things like bacon, hot dogs, uh, even like smoked sliced turkey, um, you know, things like that. Now, I like I like a good prosciutto as much as uh, the next guy. So I'm not going to say I am guilt free on this and uh, just had some bacon recently. Maybe it was yesterday. Anyway, um, (laughs) but. Uh, you know these things have nitrates and nitrites and these sorts of things, and probably not as healthy as they could be now, frankly, whether your meat is smoked or not or treated um, doesn 't really have anything to do with farmland, but you can feed people with a lot more um, you know a lot less farm space for with plants than you can with animals and I think this is what they 're trying to push. I think this is the strongest and argument that vegetarians less with have with bugs. What do you mean? The the bugs are um, a good source of protein. Yeah. Very efficient source of protein. So I understand. And personally for me, I don't mind the idea of bug based foods. I can see why people wouldn't buy them. They don't probably seem very palatable. If you put a big cockroach on the pack of, uh, of hot dogs, you're not going to sell a lot of them, but um, you know, I get the idea and I have eaten the impossible burger and I thought it was pretty good. Now, so I think they can make a passable run at it. I would also make the counter argument that we need ruminids and, um, you know, we need chickens and we need these things to uh, make the land more fertile to grow better vegetables. So I don't think by any means that we should get rid of that stuff. I'd say if one's going to look at one's diet for how to live a healthier life, you should look at sugar before you look at animals. But if we want to bring the focus down to animals, if that's what people want to do, then yeah, I think that Americans probably eat twice as much meat as they need to, and they could cut quite a bit. And they should go for um, leafy greens and cruciferous vegetables rather than um, I mean meats. Alex, you're a carnivore completely, right? Yeah, I try. Yeah. Well, what do you eat that's not? Oh, you had a piece. Of, you had a slice of pizza on Bitcoin Pizza Day. Yeah. Yeah, big deal. (laughs) Before that, you hadn't had anything for a long time. Anyway, um, and also I wouldn't beat myself up over my diet. Anytime you're thinking, gosh, I shouldn't have done that, um, you know, over one small slip up. Now, if you're eating a a big slice of chocolate cake with every meal, then maybe you should (laughs) start thinking about what you're doing. Um, One last thing I want to say is vegans have a destructive mindset that if we did not con- kill and c- control and thus kill uh, certain types of animals, we wouldn't have any food to feed ourselves with at all. So some of those animals are deer. They're a pest in the Northeast uh, pigs there. It's open season on swine in Texas. Um, raccoons, rats, uh, there's all kinds of pests out there that if you don't control them, they'll just destroy any food you have. And if you're if it's all like, well, I guess we're just gonna have to put 20 foot fences so the deers can't a deer can't uh, jump it. I mean, you know, at some point or another, the the set of rules gets just absolutely ridiculous. Some animals were meant to be eaten. Jack,
7: I'm in a I'm in ocean shores and the deer walk around like zombies at this point. I saw one day with glazed over gray eyes. I mean, it lived its entire life out as a deer, and they're supposed to be prey, and they're everywhere.
0: Right? They're they're walking up like fat old men to a buffet, just (laughs) helping yourself after your ornamental ornamental vegetables and your 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 garden. It's incredible. Those things here, yeah. Yeah, Right. You awesome. can't have a garden. Nobody has a yeah. garden there anymore because the deer are walking around old. Yeah. You know, they're picking through people's garbage at this point. Yeah. yeah.
7: Six foot around uh, you know, six plants. You know, that's not pretty or fun. Look <laughs> at my flowers, you know, behind the cages.
0: <laughs> I have, uh, um, I saw one time, I remember I was a firefighter, and I happened to be behind a vehicle This has nothing to do with being a firefighter, but I have been to a lot of wrecks where deer caused them. Um, this one, wasn't because i was a firefighter i was literally behind uh the the truck the small pickup truck got uh, t-boned by a deer that just ran right into the side the, the vehicle was going 60 miles an hour up a hill the deer was trying to get across and it misjudged it so it hit the the truck you know mid uh, passenger door with antlers by the way and stuck in snapped its neck wow. uh, immediately and I mean, you know, there's just so many of them. The the only way to kill them at this point is is when they they hit you.
7: (laughs) I have, have, don't tell anybody, but I have a slingshot. And I use little BBs so I don't hurt them. They they try to crawl up on my porch where I have a few little plants. They walk right up the... You know, just like, whatever. And I'll, you know, lightly hit them. I'm not abusing them. I have neighbors and stuff. But they'll look at me after the BB hits them like, you know, F you. I'm going to be, <laughs> whether you're there or not.
0: <laughs> and, right, I'm, I'm, I'll just be back a-hole. Yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you this. I had apple trees up in New Hampshire. And uh, I'm, I'm I'm 100% sure they all went to heaven because I said a little prayer beforehand.
7: Awesome. I oh, I bet they taste good after all those apples.
0: Yeah, the next door neighbor was the uh, the guy who would smoke them and hang them and all that stuff. I wasn't for me. That's that. Thanks for the call, Jay. Free Talk Live. Are we going are we are we going to hell for killing the deer? 603-283-6160. It's 603-283-6160 here on Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. Call in, talk about whatever's on your mind. It's Mark here tonight. And Alex. Coming to you live from Honduras. And, you know, I mean, a lot of people think that the only place to be free is the United States. And I think that uh, things are changing to the point that you can't be free in the United States. I certainly don't feel free when Free Talk Live studios have gotten raided once every five years for the last, I think it's six years now, uh, twice. I'm, I'm not ready to find out whether or not they intend to raid again in four more years. So, um, yeah, I'm just, I just don't feel comfortable any place where the IRS, uh, can, you know, bring charges against me and take away my, uh, my passport and not let me leave and where the FBI can just kick in my door for, well, in the first case, they never brought charges at all. They just took our stuff and let us hang under their um, you know, dangling sword for as long as they wished. Really kind of disgusting. But that's what happens when you actually try to use free speech in the United States of America. Bad Slave, you're on Free Talk Live.
8: And they had an expiration, and I've been eating the... Hello?
0: Hello? What are you talking oh, about? What, okay. what are you are you I drinking expired uh, milk?
8: <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> no problem. Well no, we're talking about expired um, um uh storable food okay. that I that I bought from another uh stater
0: That stuff will um, last forever.
8: Yeah, yeah. And and you know, you you if if the uh,
1: If you're hungry
8: enough you'll rattle, eat it. Uh, You know, that the, the, you know, the the food will, uh, if it's sealed up, then. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, um, well, you, you know, you poo-pooed, you know, or you claimed rather that they, you know, oh, you should only have half your calories and, and, and meat or whatever. And, uh, well, there are people that, uh, have, uh, come to an, a, a different conclusion than that. Yep. Uh, there's a Sean Baker, a Dr. Sean Baker. There's also, uh, Michaela Peterson, you know, uh, Jordan Peterson's daughter who, who, uh, believe saved her own life, uh, by actually going to a all mostly well i think she has she does lamb and uh, and beef uh almost exclusively not she wouldn't she couldn't even eat spices and stuff like that and and uh, and the sean uh, baker is actually an m d uh you know <clears throat> that that is is taken up uh a, a carnivore diet and, uh, and, and it's, uh, it, he's, he's turning that into therapy that, uh, that heals most, um, of, 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 you know, chronic illness and, uh, the, um,
0: uh, yeah, I've watched, um, it? so bad slave, I have uh, watched some videos on uh, the carnivore diet and, uh, Alex, you are a carnivore. Um, you eat exclusively hamburger steak, and you 've added bacon relatively recently to your diet um, and uh, isn 't that correct? yeah, more or less yeah, and um, I also have a good friend of the family who uh, she her husband less so, but she is exclusively uh, carnivore, and um, you know i i 'm familiar with this. I am um, in the same way that I am unconvinced by the vegans that their lifestyle is healthy. You know, I look at their sallow and, uh, you know, maciated asses as they, uh, you know, talk about how healthy they are. And I'm like, uh, really? I don't look like it. Um, and, um, you know, I, I feel the same way about the carnivores. I'm just unconvinced. You know, I just need to hear more. Y'all do it for 20 years. Tell me how it goes. And then I'm willing to talk. Yeah,
8: about well, it. you know, uh, Sean, Sean, Dr. Sean Baker, actually, i am um, started an organization that uh, that actually promotes, uh, you know, improvements in health and has created many of them, not the least of which uh, was produced by Michaela Pearson and Jordan Peterson on the same similar diet. And, and, uh, and these, these people have had some just drastic, you know, drastic autoimmune symptoms and stuff like that, that are just, you know, awful.
1: And, uh, you know, yeah, I would say uh, that the carnivore works well for some people. So if you have autoimmune or food allergies or inflammation issues or stuff like that, it could be a good solution. Usually, most carnivores recommend beef, which is somewhat hypoallergenic. So, a few people are allergic to it and are thus unlikely to get inflamed by eating it. But I think there's a good case to be made that the diet is not for everyone long-term. Short term I think most people will probably Lose weight if they switch to a Carnivore diet
0: yeah well you get tired Of eating at that's at some point if the only thing you can eat Is prime rib
1: well it's Just harder to overeat when You're having fats
0: and proteins yep. And uh, the right balance Sure I would agree with that um, Again I for me the only I, The only argument that I would have is Is that like I want to see these things Run their course a little Bit because uh, there's a lot of fad diets they come And they go and um, what I, what we can see is, is that the Adkins diet is what we called it in the nineties. And then they called it paleo after that. And then, um, you know, have been a variety of names and now we're, um, you know, paleo has sort of morphed into even uh, a farther niche called carnivore. And I, you know, I mean, I, I, it just doesn't sound healthy to me. Um, what really? No broccoli. Like th- that's it. No broccoli no 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 brussels sprouts no cauliflower no uh you know lettuce or cabbage or anything like that and well, so many
1: of those can be
0: inflammatory yeah i've I've heard you know vegetables have um you know these uh these things to fight off predators these uh you know the predators in the right term people things that'll eat them you um, and you know that can be bad for some people I don't know what to say, but I don't feel unhealthy when I eat vegetables Well, I, you From-
8: know yeah he has a bunch of, uh, uh, Sean there has a bunch of, uh, you know, relatively short videos about all these different, you know, you could pick the subject and, and he'll talk about it. Um, and, uh, and it's on, on YouTube, um, you know, maybe other, uh, uh, platforms, but, um, you know, he is, he's an excellent, he was, a you know, a trauma surgeon, during uh, you know uh, Iraq and uh, uh, Afghanistan.
0: Well, before we go and, on any any further with it, uh, bad slave, are you recommending the carnivore diet for everyone?
8: I I, I don't I, I, I wouldn't say for for everyone. No, I I would say see, I you know because I like vegetables. There's you know I see this is I'm where I'm going to sure come of, down.
0: I'm going to say. Okay. I recommend for everyone a whole food diet that, you know, you should get your, your stuff uh, as, as sourced as with as few pesticides and herbicides as possible, your uh, meats with as uh, few hormones as possible, and that you should, um, you know, avoid the processed foods. Now, so I'll admit, I eat desserts now and then.
1: How do you yeah. get non-processed? Carbs, oh, no. fruits and vegetables. Yeah,
0: basically, um, yeah. I mean, if you're talking about non-processed carbs, I would say like potatoes. So people should need breads? Probably not. You know, I mean, but sometimes you got to grab a sandwich on the way to, you know, an appointment, so whatever it is. Um, uh, that's, all, that's all. I'll come down to saying whole food diet is good for everybody. Thanks for the call, though, Bad Slave. And I appreciate uh, bringing up Carnivore. Otherwise, we wouldn't have talked about it as, uh, as much as we did. And I think it's a topic worth talking about because... I think it is right for some people, and some people need to know about it. 603 283 6160 Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. It's the final segment of Free Talk Live. You can call in and talk about whatever's on your mind. Well, I guess I could give you, you might be able to squeeze in in the last moments here, I'll give it to you. 603-283-6160. It's 603-283-6160. It's Mark with you. And Alex. So, Alex, in the last segment we were talking about the carnivore diet, and you are uh, a carnivore and you almost exclusively meat. I just want to make sure that you feel like it was treated fair, the topic. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Eat yep. a whole—you don't you. you don't recommend it for most people. You think a whole food diet's fine for most people?
1: I think people should experiment with low-carb diets generally. It doesn't need to be zero-carb. I think probably not. You can get many of the benefits with just having a very low-carb diet and test it out for a bit, probably lose some weight. But perhaps, like, if you're a serious athlete, you probably will want some carbs or— Maybe some other situations you're deficient in some vitamin or other ailment you have requires you to have other. Yeah, I haven't foods. heard of
0: too many that require carbs. Um, I was recommended by, by my by my doctor vegetables, for example. What's that?
1: Vegetables could be something you would have trouble getting from meats, especially you might not like to eat liver and other hmm. super nutritionally dense meats. So in such cases, supplementing it could make
0: sense with. Some vegetables. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Well, um, let's go to David calling in from New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live.
9: I want to follow up on Honduras and other locations that you had referred to last last uh, week, whatever. But, but first of all, uh, two things on food. One, vegetables that may contain things that, uh, that to drive animals away. But if, let's uh, not forget that vegetables might be manipulating you in that they want you to consume them so that you cultivate them and spread their seeds. In fact, there are obviously some plants that depend on uh, animals eating their fruits and then uh, spreading those seeds wherever they travel. Um, and then on top, and then the other There's thing... is more likely to be is, fruits,
0: right?
9: Yeah, yeah, fruits, uh, yeah. but uh, we don't need to get into that. But yeah, typically a fruit that has a seed inside but there are other things that are vegetables that that uh, might might uh, things might work similarly but um and the other thing on food storage is that you it, the long-term storage foods are great you know it's great to have a food that uh, you can store for 25 years but who really wants to be buying food that you're not going to eat till 25 years later um it, it you might experiment with them buy buy them that last 25 years uh paying a slight premium and then experiment with working them into your your regular diet, because unless you got money to burn, you don't want to be buying food. That's just sitting there. And then after 25 years, you throw it away. And, and I found that the, the foods you buy at the grocery store, you, you can buy things that are, will uh, last, you know, five years. And who really wants to have more than five years supply of food on hand anyway? So,
0: yeah, I kind of feel like, um, you know, the, you, you, you got to pick your threshold for what works for you. Um, and, You know, I'm not going to tell anybody that they don't need to have 25 years worth of food in a bunker in their backyard if that's what they want to do. But um, to me, I feel like, you know, you've got a couple few months worth of food. You're probably going to be okay. and um, go get the Firefox books. And learn how to eat tree nuts and a variety of things out of the forests near you, so that you can, um, you know, you can supplement your your diets or whatever. The chances are good you can hunt and forage uh, quite a bit of what you need if you live out you know if you're not in the city if you're in the city you're going to be one of the uh, the walking dead the zombies who are out uh, raiding dumpsters then uh, suburbia then uh, the, you know the farms and and villages just trying to find some more food the vast majority of you will be wiped out as you make it course, yeah i don't
9: uh, and I, I don't want to i don't want to disparage uh, hunting and gathering but if you're not already hunting and gathering for the vast majority of your calories Ah, uh, don't depend on hunting and gathering because if you do, you're going to starve to death. I guarantee you. Um, the the um, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, the, I was going to. I had a quip, uh, comeback quip to. I think you should. Yeah, uh, I think you should have a couple months to a couple years of food, and then 25 years worth of guns and ammo. So you sit in your <laughs> your uh, bunker. For a couple months, uh, eating your, uh, your, 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 the food that lasts a couple months or a couple years, making your plan about how you're going to fight out and then take, over the, take the world back over so you can go back to normal life. That's what I think.
0: One thing I think you should have is, um, I've always wondered is, what do people intend to do without power? You know, like the world's dramatically going to I live without power, dude. You live, I live without, without power. power. The only thing,
9: if, I, if I didn't talk to you on this phone, I wouldn't need any power whatsoever. Well, you're listening on the radio, right? No, I'm listening on a phone. I, I, okay. I got a little 50-watt solar panel, which powers a smartphone, and that's how I interact with the world. That's the only electricity that I use. And if I, oh. and if I uh, didn't, if I didn't uh, interact with the rest of the world, I wouldn't need electricity at all. And frankly, uh, in my experience, life is better without electricity.
0: What do you feel like you've uh, gained? So
9: you're just closer to nature, and it's just a p- more peaceful life. I don't. What, what do you gain by having electricity? Tell me what you gain by having electricity, and I'll tell you why you don't need it.
0: Oh, I don't know. I mean, I I can't do a radio show without it. I know that much. Um, I seem to, <laughs> I seem to spend my whole life uh, answering so, so, emails so from people get, who. So
9: you'd have to get a. Re- you'd have to get so you'd have to get a real job then instead of the radio thing.
0: <laughs> right. I Hate that. <laughs> Um, I, what, what would I do if I didn't have a bunch of people who don't pay me paychecks sending me emails and telling me what to do?
9: You, you just would you'd enjoy the, the, those minutes doing something more fun than looking at a stupid email.
0: Yeah, that's the truth. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, it seems like, uh, I have the option of turning the electricity off or keeping it on and I keep it on. So but I must you like don't
9: No. well, no, it's, it's, it's so, you're habituated.
0: You're that's habituated. True.
9: That's what. Well, certainly, I'm yeah. habituated.
1: What would you say about the places with no electricity? Do they have it figured out? <laughs> <laughs> that's you, a
9: good they, they, they've probably had it figured out for hundreds of thousands of years, and now electricity has come along and ruined the whole damn world.
0: Well, it's probably tobacco in their case. Um, <laughs> they, they certainly got t- tuberculosis figured out. What, um, as far as these, uh, uh, you know, these gains, I think that you can opt out and have some advantages, but. Um, you know, what do you do on the long nights? Do you go to bed late, rise early? How do you how do you do that? So the long night of the year, I mean, it's obviously the shortest night of the year. You can go to bed at sundown and get up at sun up. But on the long nights of the year, it seems like there's some uh, time when, you know,
1: I read a book? I mean, this is not In the dark? With candles? Well, no, I don't
9: yeah, candles work just fine. You can stay up as late as you want using a candle, but I, I find that that long night thing is kind of a myth because if you aren't using any artificial lighting, you're generally waking up with the sun, and even in the and it depends on what latitude you're at, but I'm right in the mid-latitudes, and, uh, and even in the middle of the winter, the sun comes up uh, earlier than you actually want it to. It's already getting light at, you know, 6 a.m., um, and so by 7, it's already completely light, and if you do the calculations of... How many hours of uh, 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 you're going to be awake anyway? When when it hits sundown in the winter, you know, like, even if it's 5 p.m., so so you you might uh, be out till it gets doing stuff till it gets dark outside, and then you come inside and you make yourself something to eat and do your, your evening chores. That takes you a, a couple hours, So now you're at seven. And then if you uh, if you well, got a candle lit,
1: and you sit around chink and listen. In your, armor. your chores but, take a couple of hours perhaps because you don't have electricity.
0: Well, Which not really. Not,
9: well, just what I mean, you would do, and after if you if you come in for the day after working for the day or whatever, and you come in and you're going to cook something, and then you're going to eat it, and then you're going to clean up after it, and then you're going to prepare whatever you need for the next day. Uh, you know, by that time you only got an hour or two left of if you want to read or listen to some music or whatever. You only got an hour or two left anyway before it's time you know, to go. My the
1: air fryer. <laughs> well
9: you're, you're screwed, dude. You are screwed You, you might as well uh, commit suicide now it 's over
0: the uh, so I mean, I presume you cook with protein propane not protein. Cook your protein with propane
9: Now I go out and collect uh, animal dung and burn that. You do not. <laughs> I have done that, but no, I use the propane because that's the easiest. Okay,
0: what what about? Um, I mean, wouldn't your life be augmented by, say, one solar panel that ran a um, that you know went to a battery that you were running a LED light off of while you while you do your chores and then you know? Well, I I like
9: what
0: I, I like I do mostly that. what do you're that, talking about. Before you go on, David, I like I, most of what you're talking about. I think you know I'm. I try to get to bed by 9, 10, somewhere in that uh, realm, and I try to be up by 5, 6. Um, these, I think this is, a, you know, this is a path to a happier life. But I'm just wondering if you, you know, a little bit of electricity from a battery, you know, you use the technology we've got for batteries and uh, solar panels to make your life a little bit better.
9: Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't call it better, but I already do that. But the easier way to get, if you want an LED for light, the easier way is just to get those little garden solar lights and uh, use those.
0: Yeah, it's a good idea. So you move them in and out of your uh, abode.
9: Yeah, yeah. You, you only got to put them out about uh, once every three or three days or so, because you're only using them a couple hours in the evening, not all
1: night long.
0: Hmm. Fascinating stuff, David. Thank you for the call. Uh, we'll answer your questions later. Free so talk live.